You're listening to Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technologically advanced silhouette decoy on the market. First Light, the best hunting gear on the planet. Go farther, stay longer. And Ducklander Calls, tradition, education, and quality. Built to hunt. Hey, everybody. I alluded to it last week. Um, We didn't get everybody like I promised. Um, We've got some stuff going on all over the place uh, as usual. So we we did manage, though, uh, Logan Williamson did manage to come on, uh, curve some time out of his schedule. So welcome to episode 147 of the Union 0430. As usual, the constant Phil Christian is with us. And our good buddy, all the way from well, he's living in Idaho now, but but he's secretly a Canadian because he lives so close to the border um, in Michigan. And, it, and his and, mom's from Sault Ste. Marie. And his mom is from the Sioux. So, um, so we've got Logan Williamson. Who anybody that's been on uh, that's been following our show know Logan. He's been on a bunch of times. So, Logan, welcome, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Um, we've got a lot to pick through here um and we've got to be strategic in what we pick through because there's some things we can talk about some things we can't talk about um which only builds that climax for you know just before the the season you like that the climax um but it just builds it for when you know all this stuff launches so uh logan williamson from first light the waterfowl category manager so what better person to have on the show than than the man himself that's looking after everything waterfowl with with first light, which you know, n- not not gonna sugarcoat it, but the biggest and fastest growing company in the industry right now. Not just throwing that out there, William uh, Logie. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on. I don't think my mom or grandma could have given a more generous welcome there. It's great to be back. Um, uh, hey, that's what I mean. That's my thing. Coming on here and um, talking waterfall with you guys. I mean, I, literally, it, it, it's so awesome. It's to to get on here and all the different topics that we're able to cover. But you're absolutely right. There's there's so much uh, that we that we can talk about. But I think the most strategic thing here is just going to be, you know, it's been so long since I've seen you guys since we've had a chance to do this. Is uh, going to be just staying on track and making sure that we um, knock yeah. everything out in, in in an hour that we that we need to because um, you know it's God knows it's uh, good catching up with you guys. Yeah, for sure. So uh, for everybody, I really wish. That everybody that listens, I I really wish that you could be a fly on the wall when before we hit the record button and we and we get to talking. You've got to go move some boxes and stuff. I know, Logie. Um, but he's bringing it closer. No, oh, oh I <laughs> my computer battery. Um, oh, is is dying. Oh, we got excited. It's going is going we got low excited. on me. But I I probably have a thing or two in this in the home office even that I could show you if we wanted to spice things up. Oh, show and tell. Yeah, and we we'll get to that. We'll get to some show and tell because you know, Logie, you're you're going to talk about some release dates of the new cash. Um, anybody that's been following First Light over the last um six months, easy. 
um, have seen, you know, the introduction of this cash camo pattern for, you know, that that's your flooded timber pattern, really. Now, you guys call it the flooded timber pattern. I think it's going to be the tits up here in Canada. I, I really do. And I think once it launches, I know Philly, Philly is liking it for spring turkey. But oh, 100%. I think I think this fall. I think that pattern is going to be going to be lights out up here in Canada. I, I really, really do. And I can't wait to get my hands on it. Um, but we've got so much to talk about. And, and I wanted to, for anybody that's sort of kind of new to the show, that's just starting to listen and trying to figure out, you know, our relationship with, with first light and, and why, it's it's only ever been first light that's been on this show because we don't we don't reach out to the other companies but we we have a very strong relationship you came you and kevin harlander came up to canada hunted with phil and i and dave uh and a couple more of our buddies brian and nate um and we built that relationship a couple years ago and and we don't get to talk every week or or even every month but we still try to stay in contact. And that's what you were sort of alluding to when you said it's good to catch up. So hopefully we can stay on track. But I guess for, for the people that are listening that maybe don't know a lot about first light and the waterfowl category, because maybe, you know, they just think of first light as that big game um, uh, brand. And I know the answer, but can you talk us through the importance of having, because I think you guys are very strategic with who you sort of kind of hang out with and chat with, because you've strategically picked people all over the continent that sort of gives you feedback on gear. Does that sound about right in what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, feedback and gear and, you know, presence in different flyways and just different regions. But I mean, I think we were talking even, even before we hit record here, just a little bit about how guys who hunt the, the same birds on different sides of the continents at different times of the year, they get after it just a little bit differently. And then you add the landscape in there, small water versus big water, you know, where are they in the migration? Um, it's, it just, it varies it, drastically. And, you know, as the, the flyaway shift in, in, you know, waterfowlers, we, we chase those migrations. I mean, Michigan, my home state's a great example of, uh, a state that still has a shit ton of waterfowlers, but the waterfowl numbers there are down year after year after year, waterfowl license sales for the state of Michigan, uh, it just doesn't line up with even the ducks that are getting harvested, which means mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, there's a generation who, you know, is still buying their hunting license every year in Michigan because they're going to go out a couple of times. But uh, what it's telling us when we look at the number, the, the hunter license purchase numbers for out of state guys uh, is that the migrations are moving West and the hunters are following. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, duck hunting and waterfowling is becoming more and more, of a destination type pursuit than it ever was, yeah. I would say, you know, previously. Uh, and so it's interesting to see those trends, but it's also just that important to make sure that, you know, because uh, duck hunters don't just need a kit to hunt their own backwater anymore. They need uh, kits that are going to go, you know, season to season, bell to bell from 
you know, across every flyway, east to west, north to, north to south, and making sure that you've got a system dialed for that uh, is, is, I mean, that's the ultimate goal. That's what we're trying to do, you know, here at First Light and talk about some of the origins. It was, you know, yeah, we, we started in Western Big Game. We we're a mountain brand, but, you know, Nike, Nike started on the West Coast, you know, and we're not quite West Coast, but we're, we're, we're mountain times. We're Rocky Mountain yeah. time. And uh, we've been spreading East. Um, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the first light brand, um, really, uh, you know, all of our brands, you know, Phelps game calls, uh, you know, make some, some of the best Turkey calls, um, that you can get on the market now. And again, that's just an example of how we're moving, moving East. And you look and you see our, our whitetail business, uh, is, is really blowing up and we're doing some really exciting things there on the, on the product front, on the community side of things, uh, on the licensing partnership side of things. And, and that's going just great. And what it's helping it do is just get more eyes in, in new markets. And what, what's happening is we're starting to see what gave us such opportunity to get into the waterfall game was just the overlap that our marketing reach was giving us like into mm-hmm. these new spaces. And the fact that everyone at home, I mean, you guys were wearing first light before first light had water long before I was yeah. even at the company, you yeah. guys were, were rocking first light in the field and that, you know, you guys aren't an anomaly. Uh, a lot of guys were already wearing our base layer, our soft shells, our mid layers, our socks, mm-hmm. our hats uh, in the field already as just the core pieces of their, to get them through the entire season, you know, across every flyway. So, I mean, we were doing it. So we just needed to add some, um, needed to add a camo pattern. We needed to add some, some key outerwear pieces in with the new stuff we're launching in 23. Um, it's going to help fill just completely fill in a lot of the gaps for, you know, what the waterfowler needs in, in their kit, uh, including a new camo pattern. Yeah. Um, I just had, a, I had an awesome, train of thought going right there as you were talking and i was just like this is going probably to be- because i was talking too much well Squirrel. i was like this is going to be like nobel prize winning content right here like like it was going to set us up but no and i and i get it oh that's what i was going to talk about so i'm I, you know you're you're sort of talking about um everybody sort of kind of having an influence and you guys are reaching out to people and and you're really you know instead of focusing on say the Rocky mountains, which, you know, you're, you're a mountain brand. That's how you start it. And, and instead of just focusing on, on that pursuit and then everything that comes with it, I like, I like when you use the term system and, and I like it because there is a lot of thought that goes into it and never before, has anybody put the thought into the layering of, of, of clothing, right? And and building your clothing line. So as waterfowlers, and, and me and Phyllis talked about this uh, a million times, how it is, it is a very expensive habit, hobby, passion to get into. And, you know, people think that they need to go out day one or first day hunting. They need to go out and they need to drop you know, 10 K and a gun and clothes and, and all this shit. Right. But yet, you know, like I've been wearing and Dave, uh, we've been wearing first light for years, long before the waterfowl line came, but there was still all of these things that were in place that it just didn't have a waterfowl pattern. And, and, and you could say it didn't have a waterfowl pattern, but I wore the spec or the cipher for years. 
and a, and a word. Yep. You yep. know what I and mean? And that was actually a conversation when I first started too, was do we just expand the use of specter in the waterfall? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it, it, it is a great waterfall pattern as well. It, and it is. some of our core two by fours, it is really, really good. Um, but, uh, and I think ultimately what led to leading with a new pattern is just when we got some of the earlier, uh, the earliest iterations of Typha, I think that it, it, it just struck a chord with us to say, Hey, maybe, maybe there is something that we could do. That's, that's just a little bit better. Um, and ultimately we, we think that we landed there. Well, and, and the other thing is that, and this is something that both you and Kevin said to me, uh, ages ago was that everybody in the office hunts waterfowl. Everyone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that was, that was important to us too, because again, something that you said before we, you know, hit record, you know, just talking about, um, the authenticity in, uh, in short films and really, you know, you know, consumers these days are ultra aware of when they're being sold to, uh, and when they're not, you know, being told a story and how important Mm -hmm. it is just to make sure that you're telling that authentic story. And uh, that's what we wanted to do. We didn't want to come in and and buy shelf space. We didn't want to come in uh, and pretend to be people or not. Even as we work, as we move south and and we launch a timber camo pattern, Mm -hmm. we we want to make sure that even though we've spent a ton of time in the south and we have now this this great roster of guys and um, not in just influencers, but uh, like line influencers, people who are giving us direct input uh, in the development mm-hmm. of the pattern and the, the product we're using for, for hunting, you know, timber, um, you know, it, that it's, it's that authenticity uh, just to kind of bring that full circle and not to abuse the hell out of that word. Cause it absolutely gets, gets abused a lot. Um, but it is important and making sure that we, we weren't pretending to be who we weren't, you know, we're, mm-hmm. I mean, largely like, I mean, we do have people in the office though that I mean, honestly, I Ford is from from the Chesapeake Bay. That's where yeah. honestly, I mean, I grew up in Michigan, but I mean, it came between choosing just like you were talking about earlier. It came down to choosing between hunting deer and hunting um, ducks during yeah. hockey season, um, yeah. which at that time growing up, you don't get a whole mm-hmm. lot of time to hunt. And you know, when we were doing it, we were. I mean, seven out of 10 times we were, we were going, you know, deer hunting, big game hunting over, yep. uh, over duck hunting. And so like the Chesapeake Bay, when I moved there, that that's when I, you know, I really kind of had my, my big, my big epiphany, epiphany yeah. with, with, it wasn't like, it was just like, I fell back in love with them. You know, it was, that's what it was. And you know, what a, they're, really no better place to do it in the country. But anyways, and then we've got guys in our office on the product development team and in the marketing team from uh, Minnesota. And those mm-hmm. guys just, all they care about is they're shooting hawkers. And like, that's really giants great. Still. And, giants, giants, giants like Kevy, you know? Yeah. And um, so we have that influence. And then Grant, our social media manager is uh, from Texas, but grew up in art, like had a family duck camp in Arkansas. They still have the duck camp. Like we've been down there the last two wow. years. And so, um, you don't have to look far. Oh, and then, you know, Casey Hawks, we have yeah. our own <laughs> resident. Fucking... I know our own there resident no duck nerd from Idaho. Way. I'm telling you, there is no fucking way. And, and if I ever get a chance to meet Casey, I'm going to ask him this. There is no fucking way that he can at the, at the snap of a finger, come up with RWSC 
see. He's just got acronyms coming out both ends. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, he's a spectacle. The- <laughs> he's a spectacle and he's a really good shot, but he's another, again, just bringing up another conversation. Great conversation we had before we hit record just yeah. to fill everyone in was the sub gauge conversation. Yeah. Casey is the one that if, if he could, I'm pretty sure he, he'd, if his red rider would give him enough range, I'm pretty sure he'd go out there just to prove a point. Cause at, at what point is it, is your gauge small enough that you're like, listen, he was really into four tens last year. And I, I could, I couldn't stand to hunt with him. In fact, well, that's he wouldn't let me shoot a 12 gauge. I showed up to hunt with him in a blind. <laughs> and I got there at noon and him and his buddy made me put my 12 away and they gave me, I think they gave me a 28, but still I wasn't happy about it. That's how Philly is. Like if you, if you leave Phil alone <laughs> and I'm not fucking joking here, because he's on, so he just, so last year he got a 28 gauge, right? So, yeah. um, so if you leave Philly alone, Philly will go, you mark my words, in two years, he'll be on this show talking 410 is the way to go. And everyone oh, will be like, I don't know if I'll go that low. Oh, fuck. Yes, you will. You know why you will? I don't will, know if Phil? I'll go you that know, low. You know why you will? Is because nobody else is fucking doing it, and you want to be different, and that's all uh, it comes down to. So that's a good I point. made fun. I made fun of them for fucking ever, Logie, um, because I kept saying I'm like twenty gauges to six point five cream or of of waterfowl, right? <laughs> What'd you buy? <laughs> and then I go and buy a twenty gauge. So on your second, um, yeah, and I'm going on my second. Second, now, so. yeah. The only difference there is the twenty gauge has been sweet forever, and yeah, the six five yeah. was cool for. Damn. Two years, <laughs> three days, yeah, um, three days, yeah. yeah, in in gun years, yeah. Um, but no, like you guys have a culture there, and and what I was sort of kind of getting to is is that listen, the brand started out west, the brand started up in the hills, um, and and listen, don't don't for anybody that's listening, don't kid yourself. Like this is this is a group of fucking hardcore hunters that are into the pursuit like i watch like kevin's kevin's social media like it's ridiculous how much time this guy is spending tramps and through the woods um yeah or the fields i mean he yeah kevin's living in oregon now too which uh i had an opportunity to to hunt ducks and geese in uh twice this year uh or last Mm -hmm. season and it was i mean it's it's hard to say i moved to idaho and i Again, the Atlantic Flyway is hurting a little bit right now, but I I was there for some just absolute banger mornings on the Eastern Shore. Um, But at the same breath, I know what's happened to um, kind of that Great Lakes Flyway and how that's completely shifted. Um, And the the Atlantic Flyway is hurting big time. I mean, shoot, you, you... shoot your limit on your first volley and then you, and then what like glad i just yeah. set this you know yeah four dozen decoy spread five dozen decoy spread but the atlantic is switching i think it's two birds this upcoming so you're allowed two geese a day in the atlantic uh so oh, this upcoming they're going yeah. back to two they're going back to two birds in in mayor i don't know about anywhere else but i believe in maryland you'll be able to get um two geese all right, Philly. This is where see Atlantic Flyway is the only place I approve of shooting with a four ten because you you might want to shoot a couple times. You know what I mean? You <laughs> might want, but you know, and and so Philly, you know, 
Philly is he's got he's into his 20 gauge, but you mark my fucking words. He he he's pumping 20 gauge. He has been for the last year and a half, two years. Um pumping 20 gauge. Last well, year, but he's been shit ton longer than that. Well, on the show though. Oh yeah, show, show wise, yeah. I've been shooting show the 20 wise. For and then six, last year, last year he came to a goose camp with us. He brought us 28 gauge. He got he got a couple geese with with his 28 gauge. So you know what? Comfortable. He started to talk about the 28 gauge a little bit more. So you watch him this year. He'll fucking do a little bit more hunting with the 28 gauge. It'll <laughs> now become the tits. Until that gets boring. Well, it, it already is the tits. And then he'll go fucking, then he'll go 410. You watch. Guaranteed. Get, guaranteed. I watched Don't. I watched it happen with Casey. Yeah. We, we, just just need, like we just need to see Benelli put out a couple 410s. Yeah, well, we don't talk about Benelli on this show. <laughs> Retta. Yeah. Retta all the way. <laughs> Smug. Whatever. <laughs> Damn gas guys. Uh, hey. So, but uh, anyways, again, all over the fucking place here, ladies and gentlemen, as as you're listening to us. But, you know, Logie, I, I really, I don't think there's enough, um, I, I, I don't want to use the word attention because I don't think that's, I don't think there's enough emphasis put on how strategic you guys are with who you align with. And, and listen, in the age of social media, there's a million dudes that are that are like us that can say, hey, we shoot birds, we do this, we're out, we're hunting this much and, and all this. There's a million guys like us uh, in North America. But you guys, it's you're very strategic on geography as opposed to the social media reach at that now. Does that make sense from what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's it is definitely a balance. It's a good point. Yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely a balance though of just you know making sure that you have um, people with reach in right, certain course. areas that are also yeah. hunting a specific way. Like you guys, I mean, you guys hunt actually a lot of different ways. I mean, you hunt out of layout boats. Yeah. Um. You you hunt out of big boats. Well, you don't anymore, right? Yeah. But um, Philly, but it, Philly's exactly, yeah. yeah. You hunt out of a lot of fields, yeah. so um, it, obviously geographically it's very important. But also, uh, I, I would say not what's the tougher part, but what's we can, you know, you can look at, you can go hunting with someone um, one time, or even just you know follow along on their YouTube channel and and see them hunt, but you know. I think the major qualifier for people, you know, that we've been working with and not to get all sappy, but it is, it's a, it's about the people. And I, you know, if, if yeah, Kevin man. were here, he'd say this because Kevin always says this, but, <laughs> and I'm making fun of him, but in the same breath, it's ultimately true. You know, we talk about um, partnering with people that, you know, we want to have a beer with and, yeah. you know, it's such a, it's such a funny, but, but simple rule that hasn't led us um, really astray yet. Uh, and led us to build some great relationships. So, I mean, those are really the qualifiers. Like, are they getting it? At, are they getting after it in their own regions, right? Um, and yeah. are they telling a story about it? Are yeah. they telling a good story about it? And you know, uh, just using you guys as an example, you know, you, um, you're you're a voice up here, both for. Uh, other waterfowlers, guys in Canada who, you know, are, can relate to everything that you're saying and in, in, in how you talk about hunting your local waters, uh, the guys from the States 
and gals, uh, and just waterfowlers in general that are listening who want to hear about hunting in different waters. Um, you know, something that we talked about this year too, especially with cash, and this is kind of brings it full circle to something you brought up earlier is, you know, cash camos are new, you know, you said flooded timber camo. And I think it's an important distinction that it is just a a timber camo. Obviously, you know, we needed to validate it in uh, the heart of, you know, timber hole duck hunting down South, but in the same breath, this would got validated through so many different environments from every flyway across every flyway river bottoms and lakesides. I mean, places that, you know, get a, a lot of traffic, a lot of duck hunting. I mean, shit, uh, open water standing, standing in the Chesapeake and, and blending in with open water and what the pattern looks like there, uh, to conceal you, uh, to, I mean, shooting eiders up, you know, on shoals mm-hmm. in Alaska. Uh, I mean, yeah. the pattern works really awesome across all these environments. So, um, uh, or in blinds, blinds is another one. It's, it's so, you know, good to have a dark pattern rather than, Absolutely. you know, a bright type of pattern where you, you know, you don't have overhead coverage that you, that you're hiding and you're not necessarily, you know, hiding in a lot of shadows. If you're, you know, standing in corn, uh, laying in corn, laying in or laying in, you know, really any ag, uh, or what, you know, whether you're in the cattails or the grass, uh, or like any of the, just the stubble that like we hunted in, um, when we were together in Ontario. Yeah. Like you, if you're in the shadows, you need a dark powder. I sure. I remember, yeah. Yeah. I remember Philly. I remembered this a few years ago that we were chatting and there was, a. I was going to do, it, it was going to be something labeled punisher waterfowl it was a jacket or or some fucking thing i i don't even remember what exactly it was but i remember it being a dark color and when i put it out to everybody you know ask them what their thoughts were everybody was like well why are you doing that color that's it's dark as stupid and i remember you going if you're hunting in a leo boat or if you're hunting in shadows you need a dark color yeah and i was like that makes I was looking at it from a from a from a viewpoint of something that you could wear. You could still wear it if you went to the corner store, as opposed to it being a camo pattern, right? It was just a solid yeah. color. You could go to the corner store. You didn't have to change your shirt to go to the fucking convenience store. And then well, if you're going to Walmart, you can wear anything, but that's besides yeah. the point. But Philly was like, no, no, like if you're hunting out of a Leo boat on big water, you you need a dark color. Because you got to blend in with that with that water and and oh, as yeah. much as you can and and at the time and nothing against first light or anything but at the time it was optifade optifade was the was the thing right and everybody was sure. fucking screaming about it and they were like well this this is the best fucking thing and Philly was like no you're not wearing you're not wearing that bright color out out diver hunting on the Great no. Lakes so I I totally get it. Logie, I I do. I I understand how you guys went all about the continent in testing it, but yet when it come to your final validation, it was in Arkansas, and that made sense because if and you, you think, look at if you think for, flooded cumber, flooded timber, or hunting <clears throat> timber. That's where you think it's it's Arkansas. It's down south. So what a what a great place to validate it. But then 
you know, you're all over North America when it comes to the testing and, and stuff. And that's, and Philly, I'm, I'm sorry, you can jump in here, but that's what I love about First Light is that you guys don't rush anything. If it's not ready, it's not ready. Right. Yep. Crawl, walk, run. Totally. Nothing right? is rushed. Yeah. And like, it's my own opinion, you know, it's only worth a nickel at best. Um, when it comes to camel patterns, like the new cash pattern, like, and I would say like, you know, we, we've all seen the, the sample drops and like the little yep. snippets. So like it, it's, it's no secret by any means, you know, across the Weber net at this point. Um, it's a dark pattern in comparison mm -hmm. to Typha. Typha is your mm -hmm. light, cash yep. is your dark. Yep. That dark is what you want for that flooded timber because you're up against trees that are dark. You're in the shadows that are dark. Um, if you're hunting out of like pit blinds, boat blinds, all this other jazz, like where where you are situated down in that hole is dark. Mm -hmm. We gather everything around, you know, like if you're in like a, a boat blind, it's all grassed up. Yeah, that boat blind's all grassed up. That's all light and color. But, you know, any birds that are flying over top and looking down, it's dark. You want those dark patterns yeah that and like, that's yeah, a delicate like, balance though phil i would like, i would say yeah. because you can like, always I, make things darker yeah. in the field like, i've never designed a camel pattern a fucking day in my life and by no means do i have a doctorate in any sort of education <laughs> but it makes common sense that's a good yeah. point and and a good segue like logie when you guys started looking at this cash pattern and and this was something that you said you know as as a collective at first light when you guys said okay we, we've launched typha um it's now we now need to launch this this timber pattern like what's the science behind because i know i know you guys didn't just haphazardly pick a fucking camo pattern like there there was some science behind it so like how did that how did that all play and, and the timeline like that didn't happen overnight right yeah i mean the, the big thing is, is you, you don't want to be you want to remain abstract i mean we make abstract camo patterns um abstract camo patterns explain, explain and abstract versus photorealistic so photorealistic being like a real tree or a mossy oak pattern yep, uh, yep. using a photorealism to mimic mm -hmm. um you know what's happening in nature which does a real, which does a really good job when you're in very specific environments. Right. Um, yeah. You look at Optifade, which arguably, you know, fine camel patterns, good camel patterns. Um, that's an example of an abstract camel. You look at first light camel patterns, examples of abstract camel patterns where you're using, um, you're using different environmental, environmental mimicry in 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 shapes, uh, in mm -hmm. textures. But you're not actually. It's not a. It's not a photo image right. uh, of the environment. And what mm -hmm. we found in what we believe in is that, you know, those patterns, when done correctly, when you when you have the right balance of micro and macro breakup for the uh, intended end use, um, they're going to be much more effective across a, a wide wider variety of environments. In in the army, we call the digital. Right. Yeah. So, so we call the digi digital or digi. Well, pattern, digital right? digi camo is is an abstract camo pattern. Yeah. Right. It's, so it's just it's just differentiating again between yeah. army army guys wasn't about to to say that we're wearing abstract camo because that would have put us in a different uh, whatever. Um, 
Got it. Um, so, you know, Logie, I, I wanted to talk about, so, so we've talked about how you've been all over the continent with, with regards to your testing and, and the people and, and people that are listening and, and I'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence or, or anything like that, because this was a new world to me because I didn't realize all this stuff, even with my background in the military and, and, and all this stuff when it come to, you know, getting a new product and, and, but the amount of testing, the amount of testing trials and, and, you know, user feedback, because you got to remember, and, and I'm saying this to you, Logie, but I mean it to everybody that's listening, like, um, this, this equipment was sent out to the four corners of the continent, test it, abuse it, wear it, Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Take um, lots of pictures. Take lots of pictures. Um, be honest and and stuff like that. You know, it and I and I'm sure the other companies do it, but I don't think I really don't think that the other companies puts the emphasis on. So I know you guys care deeply about the Canadian market. And and you want to you want to make sure that the Canadian that people in Canada are hunting, they're wearing the best that they could wear in Canada, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think that the other companies, and I'm not here to slag other companies, but I don't think the the uh, emphasis has been on you know the Pacific Northwest, the Northeast. Or even those border towns of of you know Minnesota, Montana, because for me, if I think duck hunting, I always think south. Like I was floored. Like I've had you on, I've had Kevy on, I've had Matt Judy on, I've had uh, David Bingham on, uh, Mario uh, from uh, Final Approach. All these guys that are in the Pacific, I had no idea that duck hunting was so good in the Pacific Northwest after until I had these dudes on. So I guess what I'm getting at is that, you know, for me, I always thought everything was designed in the South. It, if it worked in the South, then it just migrated North. You guys took a totally different approach to it where you just went everywhere and then you just validated, especially with cash. You just validated it in the South. Yeah, it works. It does what, what we intended it to do. But you had four corners and everywhere in between um, chiming in and, and saying, yeah, this this works. This didn't work. This worked. This didn't work. Um, I like this. I don't like that. And you guys has have built, again, that word system. Um, you've built a system that, I, I think it's lights out, man. I, I really do. And and obviously people will say I'm a little bit biased, but. Well, I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's so good to hear it because I mean, at the end of the day, I know, um, you know, we work, we, we, we work together, but it, at the same time, you guys are, um, you know, we're, we're partners cause you guys get after yep. it and it's so great to have, you know, the, the positive product feedback loop, uh, good and bad. And, you know, we've mm -hmm. had plenty of honest conversations about, um, areas of, uh, where we can improve or, or new mm -hmm. styles that we can come out with. 
And I mean, just to to kind of address what you said first, um, we know the other brands are getting after from a wear test perspective. I mean, what it really comes down to is something that you actually said towards the end there in the system. And like, we believe that our group of guys in our office and our group of hunters um, that, that we have that are, that are on our pro staff that are doing the wear testing for us that are, that have that product feedback loop with us. Um, we, th- we think that we've developed a better system. Yeah. We like our system better. And we think that, that if we can explain it, um, if we can get that across to people, we think that they're going to like it better too. And mm-hmm. uh, cause I do think, I think the one thing we do have over the other brands is that we are approachable and, you know, we don't have, such a such a chip on our shoulder and exclusiveness about us you know we're very inclusive uh we want to hear product feedback from from everyone we want to make sure that that our product works in all these environments and and we were we knew we were headed south so when we released yeah. all of our when we designed all the gear for the launch in 2022 with Typha that gear was already made for the timber yeah. So it really made the transition easy because all we had to, de- to do is develop the next year was camo, which I say all we had to do it, it in itself is its own beast um, to getting it where it, it is today, which is something we're, we're super stoked on. Uh, it's an incredible effective pattern across just, like I said, a myriad of, in- of, of timber environments. Um, uh, but that, that was our, that was our big goal. That's what we did this last year. Um, we did that. And then we've got a, a new platform of, of windproof, uh, outerwear that's coming that you guys are really, really going to like, it, it, like it looks super sharp. Uh, and, uh, even, even some new Merino qualities that are coming their way and, and we'll be releasing those, um, uh, later this summer. So it'll be, I, I can't tell you exactly when, but it'll be, uh, it'll be sometime, I'll tell you this, it's not going to be June um, mm-hmm. and it uh, it's not going to be August. So somewhere right, right, somewhere in, the right middle, in the middle in yeah. there, in that general area. July. So, yeah. <laughs> keep your, uh, keep your eyes peeled on your inboxes your on your social, because we'll obviously have a ton of outbound messaging uh, regarding point. the new products that'll be, that'll be available, but uh, it's definitely being led by, um, you know, the new cash pattern. Again, it's uh, it was really born. It was born in the, in the Southern timber and, you know, definitely needed to be valid, validated by the, those hunters down there in those environments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what we ended up with, you know, through that validation is then, you know, heading north and heading, you know, uh, you talk about the Pacific Northwest and and we've got so many guys there that are stoked for this pattern. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, you know, our, uh, our guys at born and raised already have a, a boat wrapped in cash, which, you know, is funny to think about because right. they're about as far away from, you know, Stuttgart, Arkansas, as you yep. can get in the lower 48. So uh, again, you just talk about the diversity, uh, you know, of environments for the pattern uh, and, you know, it, it ended up, yeah, working across all these all these different areas and I different am environments. Dying for this stuff to come out to use at the turkey woods. It's gonna be good. I'll tell you, I did shoot a turkey uh wearing wearing a little bit of cash this year. Um oh, you're, really? and oh yeah, and last year I've been like like my my, my biggest turkey thing hunting a little bit. My, my biggest thing like when it comes to turkey hunting is like I I like to sit kind of in a in a tree line a little bit like in the shadows. Oh, perfect. Yeah. In the, in the darkness where like, because the shadows, you know, it, it conceals you a little bit more. 
it hide. I wouldn't say you know. I wouldn't say it hides the movements, but it darkens you up and makes you stand out less. And I feel that's where that cash is going to come in. Like I, I get it; it's a total waterfall pattern. But I feel like for turkey hunting, it's going to be a fucking huge hit. Yeah, well, there's a reason. We're a waterfall. To that point, there's a reason that that. Bottomland, you know, has been such a phenomenal. Oh, you know, like I'm not, not going to lie, like the years. Bottomland is one of my favorite patterns. Sure, yeah, it, no one's no one's here to, um, you know, to hate on the king of uh, camo there, either. You know, it's a it's a great camo pattern. It's it's diverse, and you know, it, it, the same thing. We, you, over the years, you saw, you know, so many more people. You know, it was developed, you know, largely as a as a. Well, it was kind of developed largely as an everything pattern. When you look at some of the OG real tree and OG mm-hmm. mossy oak patterns, I mean, it was basically they were basically bottomland before bottomland became you know waterfall specific. But uh, yeah, I mean, you've seen that progression, uh, you know, with the patterns throughout the years, and and they seems like what works uh, really well for you know some of those dark hole um, duck hunters is like that perfect trend, like darker transitional color palette for, for turkeys. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be, be stoked, we'll be stoked for it for, for Turkey as well. That's for sure. I wanted to, I wanted to circle back on something and, and, you know, in true form of this podcast, we're all over the fucking place, but I wanted to, I wanted to circle back on something and, and that is, you know, this, this attitude within your office, um, Logie, where, you know, not only are you employees, but you believe in the brand, you believe in the company and you, and, you know, you, you take on all those, you know, those core values, those mission statements from, from the company and stuff. And I want to tell you something that I see um, as, as just a dude that's on social media and stuff like that. So um, these various first light groups that are on Facebook, you know, that are, you know, as soon as a picture is up, you got those those detectives that are picking apart this. Oh, what jacket is he wearing? What's this bag and stuff like this? So, you know, that that's out there. But I'm going to tell you, um, the social media guys at social at, at first light and the customer service guys like they monitor. And I'm sure you know this, but I don't know if everybody else know it, but they monitor all these groups as well. And when there's a legitimate question those guys chime in and and will educate people on what's coming up what's going on or or if it's a warranty question or or anything like that like as long as it's a legitimate question right like mm-hmm. they're not they're not fucking answering every swing and dick that's that's out there asking questions or complaining or whatever but if it's a legitimate question legitimate concern um so Nate and uh, I forget the other guy's name that that usually and and he'll always say, hey, it's it's Joe from from first light or whatever. And and they'll always start their messages here. Um, It's a culture. And, and we talked about it before, even before Phil came on the show here when it was just you and I, how tightly knit that entire office is. Like you guys hang out all day at work. You get off work. You hang out after work, um, and you just you just accept the culture. You you 
you know, you drink the Kool-Aid for lack of a better term. No, that's, that's it. Exactly. But I've, you know, I've been at, at big companies before. I mean, it's, of course you it's, have, yeah. it's, it's easy. It's easy to do that. It can be easy to do it in a corporate setting, but I've never worked anywhere and probably never will again in my life where you just genuinely like everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, like even, it, even in the best organizations, there's always a couple people that you're like, no, nah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, but you know, everyone, everyone is so cool. They're so great. And we have, I mean, we have people from, from every reach. Like we, we, again, we've got, we've got folks from Arkansas. We've got folks from Texas. We got folks from Maryland and, and Michigan, yeah. Nate, who you just mentioned our, our customer service team, uh, will not miss an opportunity to give them a, a shout out because it is what sets us apart. It's, um, I think so. It is the it's it's the close personal that inclusive relationship that we have uh, with people. You bring up Nate, and uh, Nate, another Michigan guy. He uh, honestly, what makes him so happy in his day is talking to people about hunting and hunting gear. And you know what? For someone who's going to you know be a, a customer service rep for us to find someone. Uh, you know, who generally enjoys it as much as he does. It just makes the customer experience, you know, that much better. And, um, you know, and th- there's good attitudes around the office. There's good appetites. There's a lot of good cooks. We're, I, I swear, we are <laughs> always eating so well in our office um, and fed people are happy people, especially when we're getting fed by, you know, some of the people in our office. It's like, it's not whether you can cook or not in our office. It's, it's, uh, just a fight for for who's the best, uh, well, and everyone wins that competition. It really it's almost really like a fire good. department. It's almost yep. like a fire department. That's awesome. Good totally dig. good dig, Philly. Uh, the the one thing I liked was when the winner was on the go and watching your personal social media was after work. Your guy that how many people showed up for a game of puck. Like that was awesome. Like, oh, because yeah. you know what? Like as a Canadian, that was during the middle of the day, though. That yeah. wasn't after work. That was twelve noon, eleven. Oh, that was at your lunch hour, right? Oh yeah, right across the street, we've got the, the Campion Ice House, uh, which is where the local development plays. Actually, the U eighteen national uh, champion uh, nice. boys team is right yeah. here. The Sun Valley Suns they they oh, won wow. national championship this year's. Uh, their warm-ups were all first light uncompacted jackets, um, which is really great. It, yeah, honestly, it is, awesome. but it's a it's a it's a great. But right next to it is the rodeo like fairgrounds, um, and so there's like big stadium seating, but they make just this sickest outdoor rink in the winter, and they drive the zamboni out the back door of the rink, and the every night they'll hit it. So by the time we go there to skate at a noon skate at lunch. It's just, I mean, it's baby butt smooth. The it's Sun Valley, so the sun is always out. So it'll be twenty degrees and cold. But I mean, yeah. the sun's shining on you. You got to wear sunglasses. The it's bluebird yeah. skies with the mountaintops all around you. I mean, it's honestly one of the I got it more yeah. beautiful places I've ever played hockey before. And it, you know, I'm very fortunate and blessed to be able to do it on my lunch break with uh with a bunch of people from Arkansas. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, Sounds what rough. Are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing for lunch? Oh, I'm gonna go play a game of puck with some with some. That, that, that's buddies. Logan's Northern Ontario heritage coming in, <laughs> right there, yeah, right there. But right. it is cool because we, there's been so many people that tried it for the first time. I mean, again, our we've got three people in the office from Arkansas, um, where, I mean, like ice fishing and ice hockey, not. Yeah. 
not yeah, active new activities for them and just not see them embrace these new these new these new sports just head on and like being successful at them has been very fun to watch That's um awesome. to watch uh our california guys one of our guys uh matt mcgee who <clears throat> runs our operations department he he went head on hockey this year after never playing in his life played in the this Stanley Pond hockey tournament um, with me. And just like over a weekend, I watched him just come so far. Hold on. And then, Stanley and then immediately. Pond hockey? I, oh, oh, this pond hockey tournament was, is absolutely incredible. And Dude, it's, you need to stack a team. Well, you can't, it's all, it's all random draft. Really? Yeah. So, so you signed oh. up, there were seven, there's 75 people last year, 75 slots. And you like give yourself a self rating and yeah. Last year, it's a good thing hockey players are so damn proud because you're supposed to give yourself an honest grade. And I know that hockey players are just too damn proud to give themselves a low grade. But if you are smart, you would rank yourself very low and then come in and your (laughs) team would be more stacked because they, you know, they're going to put a bunch of tens on a team. That's the reason for the ranking system. We got, we got to come and and play in that because I, not for anything other than, I would love to be on an ice surface with the mountains in the background. If that it was absolutely incredible. Cool. When, when, what weekend was that? It was uh, February 5th. You come for a week, come for a week and we'll duck hunt the closer here. And then we'll, uh, we'll go play hockey the next weekend. Sweet. Sweet. Road Boys, trip. Road trip. Um, fellas, I have no idea how long we've been talking. To be honest with you, I have no idea. Um, probably getting we, close to an hour here. Oh, we've got to be getting close to an hour. We're, which, we're getting there, but I there's still so much that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about, you know, I wanted to talk about. So here's here's one thing, and I know, and or I shouldn't say I know. I don't think you know too much about it because it's so new. This Dave Smith decoys like that fucking that showed up so I, you know how i learned about it through linkedin really yeah through link it showed up on we're, my we're quick on linkedin i mean i think that that was part of the press release but but link it is amazing because to your point our our communication on linkedin is very fast which is kind of funny and i was like this gotta be it there's no fucking really and 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 i just and i think it was nate that that reposted it, which is the reason why I seen it because right. And, and I was like, what the fuck? Seriously? Which is, you know, that's, that's a different level, man. Like at Dave Smith, he goes, and, and I'm not going to steal any of your thunder Logie, but like, that's a different fucking level when it comes to a brand that you're going to, you know, attach yourself with. Sure. I mean, well, there's, there's no thunder to be, to be stolen. I mean, it's, it's all, it's all theirs. I mean, they, they make a, a, a premium product. I mean, cream of the crop. Absolutely. And uh, I wish I could speak to it a little bit more, but it really, um, so it was super new, hush right? hush. Yeah. It yeah. was super hush hush. We didn't, we didn't know about it until it happened, but I tell you, we're, That's crazy. we're happy as hell about it. Uh, I tell you what, <laughs> yeah. especially come next Turkey season, you better believe it. I'm going to have multiple <laughs> flocks of DSD decoys. Uh, on my yep. back that's 
That's for sure. But just, no, it's it's exciting. They're uh they're a great company. Obviously, the the brand uh ex- extremely strong brand presence in the market. Uh and and being the product guy, I mean the product the product quality speaks for itself. Well, let's be real, like Dave Smiths are like the purdy of slow bodies. That's a, it's a yeah, that's a great analogy, actually. Yeah. It's a it's fantastic the analogy. Sorry, Phil. The purdy of the full purdy? bodies. The purdy. P-U-R-D-Y. P-U-R-D-Y. If you don't know what Purdy guns are, I suggest you get on the fucking Webernet and start looking. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to look at you it. May, you may have to sell your house to buy one. Oh, okay. Put your phone down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I was I was going to search Purdy guns because I I don't know that term, but just don't. Yeah. Have you heard um, of Holland and Holland? Yeah, yeah. 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 Up that. Oh. Yeah. Right. But it, it, it's you're, you're, I think we started because... at a quarter million. Billy's over here plugging him, just hoping that maybe he'll get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> but it, probably but still have some... to sell. Probably still have to sell a truck to get enough or, money. Or probably had to sell a kidney. But it, it's impressive because so the FH gear. Um, I'm not a big. Uh, so, so I'm not a big turkey hunter. I grew up hunting moose. But in Newfoundland, hunting moose is really not hunting. It's really just driving down the road and, and knocking down an animal because that our 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 population of moose is so high. So the Phelps the Phelps side of 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 that whole thing that you guys have on the go, I don't really pay attention to. But as a gear guy, as an army guy that fucking loved gear and things that made life reasonable or easier for me. That FH gear shit is, I love it, man. I, I love that stuff. I love how simple the designs are, uh, just just using moly, which I love the fact that um, moly is, is making its way into your shit because I, because it, it is, it's the tits, right? Like it, it really, really is. And for people that don't understand what moly is and have never used it, it's a game changer. Once once you get used to it, it it's a fucking game changer. I would say it is an effective. It's effective at what it does. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, quick change opportunities. It just you got to be smarter about it <clears throat> in how you swap out those platforms. Uh, but well, the thing the thing that's great about Molly is that the systems are universal. They yeah. are. Doesn't matter where you are. Uh, and yeah, we're integrating into a lot more of our products into first light products, obviously FHF, those platforms are largely built on those Molly systems, but, uh, integrating them into apparel so that we can integrate some of these accessories into, um, our stuff. A, a great example is FHF makes a Molly shot shell holder, uh, mm-hmm. a platform that, that weaves into, um, I'll actually show you the TPU, uh, chest rig here, yeah. but can stick on the front of that. And I mean, that's, that's such an awesome uh, accessory because what's the thing that wears out on a, on a waterfowl jacket the most, it's going to be your elastic shell loops. Uh, yeah. You know, you look at a jacket that you've had for, you know, five plus years and that's what starts to get uh, stretched out. Well, having it on the Molly base system allows if, if it ends up getting stretched out rather than your jacket being ruined, you just mm-hmm. slap a new one on, uh, you, know, you just buy a new one and, and, and the slap bino, it on. And the bino harness, um, the bino harness that they do, um, which will fit 
regardless of your regardless of the brand of optics that you like to use um the bino harness is good but what i like about it and and i don't have it but i'm gonna buy it um is that i can have my binos but i can have my my eight shot shells right there right in the middle with my bino harness and you know, for some people, it, it it probably doesn't mean much to them, right? Like they're like, well, you know, I I don't need access to eight shells that quickly, and and that's great, that's fine. For there, there's a group of people that that don't need it, but there's a group of people that are like, fuck, I want to have eight shot shells that are very 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 accessible to me. And I love that bino harness um for, for that reason. So um that that's a new that's a new purchase that's that's coming before the fall as well. Um, yeah, and I, I will uh, I'll show you guys this one just a little bit uh closer for anyone who is gonna be watching this. But basically this is the new FHF uh chest rig. Yeah. Uh the only difference is that it's made in the same uh TPU coated uh blind bag material that we used in ground control pack. So you're really getting a, an ultra water resistant package here. Uh it's and super, super durable, you know, matte finish, low sheen. Uh and it, it's just a, a waterfowler's dream. Cause again, while we like that coated fabric, if it gets super muddy, which it's bound to get muddy. Uh, it dries and just brushes right off or you can hose it right off and you don't have to worry about the material soaking or soaking anything on the inside. Uh, but I'll be the first one to admit that using a chest rig while waterfowling was something that was very to? new to me. I wasn't used to it. I like, I honestly thought um, initially my position was that adoption by waterfowlers would be slow. But again, I mean, I've worked for military brands and companies yeah. and there's a reason that um, the most efficient killers in the world wear everything on their chest um, and it's accessibility. It's, yeah. uh, you know, keeping a, a gun stock free and clear of, you know, where you need to mount the weapon. And, <clears throat> and honestly, there's just so many congruencies that we can take. And that's honestly why FHF gear has such a, a great, in my opinion, just the, the best perspective on, on building gear and accessories for this, because there's, there's so much translation between tactical and hunting. And I, I think that sometimes it gets, um, it get a little too convoluted, you know, with tactical gear and you lose a little bit of sight of, yeah. of the true mission, um, which is to uh, not necessarily like, look the coolest although all the gear looks very cool um it's it's to make you more efficient in your system and we bring it back to the system that, how does everything cool. integrate together how did cool is a is a fucking thing man it is it, it is a it is a thing but i i'll yeah. tell you a lot of the the tactic cool systems aren't they're they're not what the the no. operators are wearing it's because they're not the most efficient systems and so i'm not i'm not pointing any fingers across the industry i'm just saying that no. there's a lot of opportunity to draft off of tactical in hunt and not from aesthetic but from use case and like dialing in your system is it going to be the exact same needs of uh, an operator to a duck hunter no absolutely not but like can we be more efficient yeah. killers? Can we take some of those Absolutely. things? And so, and we talk about uh, just needing to bring different things into the blind, right? Like I, I had a lot of opportunities this, this um, past season to hunt small water 
where I'm just bringing a dozen decoys on my back and I'm just sitting for a couple hours in the morning, yeah. like literally like maybe two or two and a half hours. Um, if I've got a bag of decoys on my back and I've got a chest rig on the front of me, that's got my essentials and enough for, you know, four volleys, yeah. like that's, I'm, I'm, yeah. that's all I need. Right. That's it's right. just got to carry, you know, enough donuts to get me through the morning. Um, and, and that's, that's where that has really come in, but also where the chest rig has played the biggest role is, is actually in the South in flooded timber. I mean, you're walking into oh, environments yeah. where you can't set anything down. There's well, no surfaces around you at all. That's right. That's right. And you, you, you may be in a position totally. Trees. Yep. Yeah. And you may be in a position where you have to hang your bag 10, 15 yards back behind you in thicker cover. Yeah. Um, and it just being able to have all of your necessities, you know, over top, right where you need them. And then being able to use it as a go bag, being able to, to, to take it off and, and throw it back on a moment's notice and just know that all your essentials in there. I'd say the Chester became, I was the biggest skeptic and I became, it became the most quintessential oh, yeah, piece of gear for me this last season. I wanted to bring up because I don't own it, but I know Philly does. And that's the ground control pack. And I, I really want it because I haven't really gotten Philly's full um, opinion on it. Buy but one. I know, but he bought it and then took it out west. Buy and, two. You had two? No, buy no, two. His his no. reaction is, is buy multiple, which I love because oh. it will be available in cash camo um, coming this summer too, which... Uh, oh. It's a so real. I'm not gonna, the ground control pack. I'm not. Online. I'm not going to lie, Logan. I might actually sell mine and get the cash. That that bag. That bag has been the best thing since sliced bread. I'm not going to lie. So, I I've <clears> been using it as an everyday bag um, <clears throat> for for quite some time now, and <clears throat> um, and I honestly it. It, it it actually carries a laptop okay um in that back panel but it's it more and more i use it the you know the more it grows on me not that i mean i it was it was the dream the dream bag honestly uh for me what the most fun project i've ever been able to work on the coolest product i've ever had that, to work on that uh, bag thus far is is like Hands down, one of the like n next to my guns, one of the best things I've ever purchased. I'm not gonna well, especially you, Phil, just because I mean, you take a lot of pictures and you're bringing expensive camera gear into the field with you. And I mean, it's modeled off of the, the inside of it's modeled off of a camera bag, so it you know it keeps your stuff pretty so secure. For the last I want to say two years, I've been eyeballing like trying to get like a backpack style camera bag. So if I ever got like if I ever am going out to do like camera shoots, we're like or photo shoots were like I'm not hunting. I would like a backpack to bring my camera gear. So to begin with, like I was in the market for like two years, and like I looked at Filson, I looked at Sitka, like you know a number of companies that make you know like that waterproof the dry bag backpack. Yep, exactly. And you guys came out with this bag, and obviously I may or may not have had a slight. Sneak, sneak preview sneak preview into <laughs> you know in, into said bag yeah um but when i laid eyes on that bag i'm like yep done sold like like wasn't even a question so i took that bag the ground control out west of saskatchewan last fall for a 10-day hunt and like that was actually my carry-on bag because size wise 
it's a good carry-on it, size. It fits, fits it fits the parameters of a carry-on. Well, it pushes it pushes it pushes right up to the limit. D- Damien's waving the bird dog for anyone that's watching Look the said show. No Fuck you, dog. What is sacrilege? Planned into the states. You, and you're I got... getting low. Ooh. But um, Ooh. so I use that. I owe you a drink. Ground control. <laughs> mine's up. Yeah, mine's up at the house. I don't have it on me. Oh, fail. Where's so yours, Billy? Use... Don't fucking say fail. Uh, fail. Where's yours? Oh, for oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. someone's buying Philly a drink. Uh, I, like I buy Philly drinks all the oh. time. Stand by. Boom. Domino, motherfucker. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that he anyway. keeps it in his wallet right there and he gets like the condom ring in his wallet, but he right? feels not getting laid. It's just his challenge no, no, card. No. <laughs> Anyways, so back to the ground control. So I use that as my, my carry on for the trip out west to Saskatchewan. And like that was my everyday bag. And for everyone that's ever. Did hundreds, you drive or fly out there? Sorry. To we interrupt. flew. You did. We flew, and for everyone, for anyone that knows in Saskatchewan, um, their dust sucks. Their dust that sucks. shit gets into everything. Mm-hmm. My wife just texted me; she's probably giving me shit because I just yelled. Oh, she just yelled, "Domino!" God bless her. Anyways, um, but yeah, hands down, like for the bag out west, because like I had the shoulder straps tucked the whole trip. Because like we were fortunate, like we were driving into every field that we're going into, so like literally oh, that. Nice. That handle that was in the dead center of the back, that's what I used for 10 days. Well, I guess eight to be minus the, the flight there, flight back. But like that handle, but a cat's ass, pick it up, throw it on the ground. Yeah, this is where I'm going to lay this morning and start grinding away, start shooting ducks, start shooting snows and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going on vacation to British Columbia uh, this summer to go visit my in-laws. When? And, uh, second week of July. I'm going to British Columbia the second week of July. And guess what? Are you the going ground to the island? It's going to be my... yeah. I, I'm going to the San Juan Islands. I got no idea where the fuck that is. I don't, I don't know. know either, Philly. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it's got to be off. It's got to be off Vancouver Island. But, but um, guess I've what? I've got my that, passport. I'm ready. The, the ground control is going to be my carry-on. Me too. Twinsies. Twinsies. So here's and a my question boat for bag. you. Here's a question for you, Logan. Um, and I never precursored this question, so you can yell at me offline if I'm asking this question. But I know that you guys have linked up with um Tangle Free when it comes to because I've got I've got two Tangle Free um panel blinds and typha, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of stuff out in typha from Tangle Free. Are you guys doing a tangle free blind bag in Typha or Cash this year? Oh yeah. Um so Because I haven't will... seen it yet. Um what can okay. you tell us? If you, look, if you look closely over my right shoulder, there it is. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but it um yeah. no, yeah, we'll be we'll be adding a couple new items to the okay, tangle cool. free assortment this year, including uh one of their blind bags that'll be available in Typha Camo. Uh, and then we'll be adding a couple new items as well. Um, we actually just uh, just had a meeting on this today. So just making sure we've got all the assets together for, for the launch. But we're super excited about it. We've been using all the products. We'll have a bunch of new products uh, that'll be available in cash. And then um, some new products for the assortment that'll be available in Typho. I can't wait. Buddy, you have no idea 
Well, I actually, I'm sure you do because I bug you all the time about about questions and shit like that. But <laughs> nah, <laughs> um, I can't wait. Like, I really can't wait for cash to be. I really can't wait for the month in between June and August. Um, cold July, when when everything comes out. Um, because like so, I said, so... I've got money and and i've been just i've been holding on to it and now you guys just launched a bunch of new t-shirts and i'm like man i'd like to have some right? new t-shirts but that's my money and and i really want and and i know i i'm aware of some things that's coming i don't i'm not aware of everything that's coming i know of some things that's coming and the things that i know are coming i know i want so I got to stay away from buying T-shirts and, and hoodies and, and all this. Damien, stuff. you need to start standing out on the street corner or selling pictures of your feet. Well, I would sell pictures Damien's of my feet. Damien's feet would fetch high dollars. <laughs> well, dollar Logie, you're the expert when it comes to this stuff. So I got to fucking take your word for it. I've unfortunately looked at, at a lot of feet. <laughs> Especially in my Boys. four years. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we've been going so that's I, been an hour. This is the union zero. No, 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 we're we're on an hour and a half now. Um, it, it's nine o'clock, so we really started recording at uh what seven forty five. I think it was, think uh -huh. it was day, I was just before seven forty five. So it's it's no, nobody cares. So it's an hour and fifteen minutes. So, but it but it was great content. So, um, could you imagine how much we could talk about if Dave? And Kevy showed up. It's oh, oh gosh, God. we'd be here I'm for glad days. They didn't. Oh, we'd, we'd have a month worth days. of episodes. Yeah, we would. We would. We'd be, but, we'd be able to go home. The good day. thing is, so Logie, the good thing is, is that after Duck Expo, uh, down south, when you guys are done that, and you actually do the launch of Cash and all the new products, um, it would be great. And I know you guys are busy. But if you're able, it would be great to get you guys back on, talk about the new things, um, you know, what inspired it and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. I know you guys are busy, but. No, um, even if uh, maybe it would be cool, even if we could, um, you know, maybe I could come on even during the Doc Expo um, and just kind of give you a report in of like what, what cool, I saw dude. on day one. If there's any cool products around the That'd show. Be really cool. Um, the new well, interesting worth looking wrecking? on. So, yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll put a disguise on, uh, grab a grab a <laughs> supplier badge off yep. the rack and just just toss on a big dirty. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I Go really sick of booth. I really did think about can I get down there just for that trip? Like fly in, do the trip, take in the show, um fly out and fly out. And and I really thought about could could I swing it, you know, and it's only money wise, right? It's not time or or anything sure. like that. It, it it's yeah, it's, 100%. So it's only money. They make more of it every day. Um, yeah, I yeah. tell you what, though, Damien, something that is uh, tough about uh, not only living in the middle of Idaho, but having friends that also like to live in remote places is that it's real expensive to fly from the middle of nowhere to the middle of yeah, nowhere. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 147. Thank you. Hey, if you've stuck it out this long, now I'm going to show you this beauty. It's going to be badged with Punisher Waterfowl. It's going to be available only 
at the Grimsby Outdoor Festival in August. So you're not going to get your hands on these until August, until we get them badged and they're ready to go. Except but I'm going to tell you the one you're going to send to me, right? Yeah, that's right. But I'm going to tell you that. these hats will not be found anywhere in Canada. I am the only person in Canada that's holding them. It's very true. For Exclusivity now. drives demand. Damn. <laughs> Exclusivity right. drives demand. Logie, our uh, Philly to you, buddy. Absolute pleasure as always, Logan. Billy, it was so good to see you, man. Uh, it was so great. It's always great catching up with you guys. Uh, I'm glad that, uh, Phil, you were able to join us this time because I don't think you you guys were able to uh, last time. And uh, hopefully, Kevy and Dave will be able to get on uh, with all of us next time. We'll get the, the whole gang back together, the whole degenerate group. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was good to be seen, buddy. And I just, I cannot wait for the cash to come out. Yeah, we'll keep your eyes peeled um, for your your email inboxes. Uh, this is my shameless verse light plug. Keep your eyes peeled for uh, uh, communications coming in your, your email inboxes uh, and on social, on the availability of cash, previews of the collection, uh, and all the new gear to come for 2023 Waterfall. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I troll the website once a week. Um. I wanted to say this earlier, but if you're not on the distribution list, the email distribution list with First Light, go to www.firstlight.com and, and put your email address in there so that you you get those updates. Um, I think you'd be very, very happy with, with the updates that, that come in through that uh, through those means. So um, I wanted to put that plug in and, and get that. So um logie uh philly thank you logie uh last words to you my man hey i just want to thank you guys for for coming on here and and just shooting the shit and being able to come on uh have a drink with buddies talk about duck hunting everything about duck hunting um and uh i mean that's that's why we we do what we do right it's just mm -hmm. uh it's about it's about the people we meet the people we get to hang out with the experience we get to enjoy in the outdoors together uh, and it's great that we get to we get to do that even uh, over all the miles between us. Um, and like like we said uh, earlier in the show and stressed multiple times, it's you know it's it's all about relationships, honestly. It's it's about uh, the feedback. Um, and I mean that's that's why we all do it. So hats off to you, gents. It was great to see you again. Absolutely, thanks, Logie. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Union Zero Four Thirty. Again, we'll never pretend to be someone that we're not. We're not experts. We're a group of dudes that just love hanging out, talking to our friends, and talking duck hunting. Be good to one another. Don't be a douchebag. Big love. Until next week. Ciao.